0: Hey there, my name is Kathy and welcome to my podcast, That Chronic Thing. I'm here to share my experiences living with chronic illness, including ME, CFS, and MS, and offer support and advice for dealing with similar struggles. This show is a resource for anyone looking for support, advice, and a sense of community as they navigate life with chronic illness. I know firsthand how hard it can be to adapt to a new way of life, managing symptoms, finding a new rhythm and doing this all while you're going to a gazillion doctor's visits. But through my own struggles, I've learned to find joy and laughter along the way. And I really hope you can do the same. So join me and other chronic illness warriors as we tackle the ups and downs of living with chronic illness together. The irony of having a podcast about chronic illness is that I think I would be much better at it if I didn't have that chronic illness. When I prepared to start my podcast, I had decided on a weekly cadence. Podcast creators' guidance say you want to have a regular cadence for your podcast so that your listeners know what to expect. I figured I could do a weekly podcast. You know, as someone who is too sick to work and doesn't really have anything going on besides rest and taking care of herself, I figured this could be the one thing I put my effort towards. But if you look at the dates of the podcast episodes, you will see that episodes have not been weekly, not even every other week. It's been more challenging than I could ever imagine. My chronic illness has gotten in the way, you could say. The problem isn't the editing of the content. I actually really enjoy that. Once I have the content, I'm okay. The problem is creating the content. I had thought my brain would be a bottomless pit of information and commentary. I regularly go on Instagram and share my thoughts and experiences. But I've since realized that 60-second anecdotes on Instagram are quite different than crafting 10-20 to minute episodes. And I have a bit of a higher bar for what I would like to put out in the podcast world. I want there to be something of value, not just my random thoughts, my moans and groans. And possibly that is where I've gone wrong. (laughs) So at least for today, I'm going to share some of those moans and groans and give you insight into what has been going on in my life, specifically my chronic illness life. Quick side note, I'm recording from my couch where I'm nice and comfortable. Did you know that some podcast creators sit in their closet so it's nice and quiet? I don't do that because I have chronic illness and I need to be comfortable, which means we get some background noise, specifically my dog walking around. So if you hear those little tippy-tappies, just know that's the sound of love. All right, let's get into my first topic. I decided I need to see a psychiatrist. It likely comes as a surprise to no one that being diagnosed with two major diseases, in my case, MECFS and MS, can cast some dark shadows on one's life. Interestingly, I've been quite resilient in spirit to the weight of my diagnoses. I've had friends comment that I handle it far better than they would that I seem to have adjusted to my new life with resilience, that is impressive. And while I've always appreciated the compliments, I have to admit I didn't do anything to earn them. It was just my natural response. I think a lot of my credit goes to sharing those moans and groans on Instagram, as I had just mentioned. Everyone needs an outlet. But lately, in the past few months, I felt the cracks of my spirit deepening, if that makes sense. The darkness creeping in. I posted on Instagram less. I had less to say here on the pod. I reached out to my friends less. I stopped leaving the house. I started binge eating more. I picked my skin more. And one day it hit me. Oh, I am depressed. I need some help. Um, But once I was conscious of it, I knew what to do, that I needed to call a psychiatrist. And of course, this happened right when my insurance ended. But that's how things work, right? You need to go to the doctor right when your insurance ends. But two weeks later, COBRA kicked in, and I used my insurance's search function to find psychiatrists that take my insurance. Um, My criteria was pretty limited. (laughs) One, they take my insurance. And two, they can see me ASAP. So I got in with the psych the following week, and I went to a virtual appointment with all my eggs in that basket. But I, you know, I was also quite knowledgeable about my problem. I had identified all the behaviors that were problematic, and I clearly had depression. I needed help. My appointment started with the doctor slowly reviewing my long medicine list. You take a lot of medicine, she said. Uh, well, yes, I have chronic illness, I thought. While reviewing the medicine, she sighed often, and then eventually, she said, You take too much medicine. Due to contraindications, there is nothing I can prescribe to you. Really? I thought. Am I the first chronically ill individual she had treated? So what about my eating? I asked, what should I do? Knowing while I asked this, that binge eating is an eating disorder, a mental disorder. She replied, well, it's a lifestyle change. Go eat a carrot. Use light dressing. Yes, that's really what she said. Someone who had been treating patients for 20 years with a degree in psychiatry told someone with a binge eating disorder she should go eat a carrot. So that was my psychiatry appointment. I will not be going back to that doctor. Second item on our agenda, scanning pictures. In this past week, I've had a bit more energy, as well as the overwhelming desire to clean out the open shelves under my television. So I decided to scan the images from my photo albums so I could get rid of the photos. I prefer to be more digital anyway. Digital cameras became more common when I was in college, so all of my high school years were captured on film. And just like pictures are taken all the time now on iPhones, I took them all the time on film. I've always been a documentarian of sorts, so I have a lot of pictures to scan in. My freshman and sophomore years were really adorable. (laughs) Lots of pics from band, or rather from the band room, Um, and friends. Dances, more hanging out with friends, people I haven't seen in ages. It had been so fun sending them these pictures last week. Um, I also had a boyfriend for both of those years, and I love seeing how happy I was in those pics and all the pictures of us together. Unfortunately, that led to me scanning the junior year pictures where he had broken up with me, and I spent the entire year pretty miserable. I hate that I was miserable for an entire year. As an adult, I completely get it. Everywhere I looked, there he was. We were in bands and theater. We had common friends, the whole deal. And what makes me especially sad is knowing how much I would have benefited from seeing a therapist. Apparently, mental health is the theme today. Um, But I didn't know that back then, and my family didn't know that. It just wasn't a thing. Uh, What I did have was a wonderful cousin who was about 20 years older than me and I would email with her nearly every day if memory serves, and this godsend of a woman would email me back. The emails aren't saved, so I can't imagine what teenage miserable Kathy emailed her about, but her magical words were a balm to my sad soul. That was my therapy. Looking at the pictures, I'm now so sad as I can see how much I struggled that year. And looking at the senior year pictures, I can see such a difference. I can see myself glowing as he had left the school. He was a year ahead of me, and a weight was lifted off of me. Well, I mean, except for AP English, but senior year couldn't have been perfect. So let's pivot to this past Monday when I attended my summer blessings class, incidentally hosted by that same cousin, Laurel the same Laurel who wrote me these emails when I was in high school. And we were talking about the idea of our past, present, and futures weaving together. Of course, I'm probably butchering Laurel's beautiful teachings with my interpretations, but I'll do the best I can. Laurel said, have you ever sent love and light to your past self? Sent healing to your past self? And I immediately thought, well, of course. I had just been doing that the previous day when I scanned and looked at all those pictures from junior year, and, oh, I wish I could hug that girl and tell her it was going to be okay. And then Laurel said, well, imagine that future you is sending love to you right now. And wow, in that moment, it was such a revelation My eyes immediately filled with tears. The idea that future me is sending love to me right now, that just blew me away. And Laurel said, she sang, hang in there, sit back, it's going to be okay. And the tears fell down my face. What would future me be saying to me now as I struggle daily with my chronic illnesses? Maybe she would say, You did nothing to deserve this. She would say, Try to remember that so much of this is outside of your control. She'd say, You're doing all the right things to take care of your body and rest. Maybe she'd say, Everything is going to be okay. But my present self says, Is it going to be okay? I have some serious diagnoses, one of which is progressive. But will there be newer, better medicines on the way? Maybe. And will I get a new psychiatrist who treats me like a human and respects my complexity as an individual? I mean, let's hope for damn sure. (laughs) What would your future self be? be saying to you. I really hope your future is sending you lots of love to your present right now. Isn't that such a wonderful idea? Such a wonderful feeling? I think that's all I have for today. After all, this brain-fogged girl managed to share two updates with you, which isn't too bad. In great news, I do have a guest episode coming up next week, just need to finish editing it, so you can look forward to a new episode coming soon. Let me know if you liked this and other episodes. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or always message me on Instagram. Check the show notes for the links. Until next time, I hope you have a low symptom or even better, no symptom week. Take care.